Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of JD Radio. I'm your host, JD Witherspoon, and on this episode, we talk about a lot of fun things. I actually get a little, you know, a uh, little, I'd say, esoteric, a little meta. I get to talking about myself. We we have some conversations, and we also discuss this whole Lola Bunny <laughs> controversy, this reverse cancellation of Lola Bunny, and also the birth of the best Avenger that they've all known they should have made while ago. Vishal. Alright, this is a weird episode. If you enjoy it though, you know what to do. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review. I'm sorry I can't talk. I'm waking up early in the morning to do this. Um, share, uh, go on YouTube, watch the video, uh, leave some comments, uh, write a review. That's always appreciated. Ten stars. Ten stars? Five stars. They don't have that many. <laughs> and with that, Oh, wait, no, I forgot. Also, voice messages. Hey, uh, would love for you to leave some voice messages between each episode. So, if you have any questions for me, leave them on the Anchor app. The link will be down below. You can submit them, and next thing you know, you can send me voice messages, and we can talk. All right, with that, enjoy this episode, and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to a new jd radio i'm at home today i'm not recording from my studio uh it's probably a better background honestly it's actually very much reminiscent of like the uh the background art that i have on my like um what do you call it my my like banner on uh youtube and also on the thumbnails speaking of the thumbnails uh someone i believe someone recommended i should put my face in the thumbnails which I have my like little logo face in the corner, but I, I definitely hear what you're saying. So I might rework those because, yeah, you definitely want people to click on your content knowing it is your content. And a lot of and my, my thumbnails specifically for the podcast are uh, featuring the, the topics that we're talking about and not so much me, the person, the artist, the artist formerly known as podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> whatever is JD uh, that's a bad Prince joke with that being said I, I just wanted to start off today's episode with uh, how you doing a little check-in how, how are you all leave some comments leave a review let me know are you feeling well how's your mental health how's your um how are things in this pandemic you know this pandemic you hear the way I'm talking it's funny um, but yeah, no, seriously, how, how is everyone out there doing? I'm personally, uh, lately been going through a little bit of just like, not, not like a mental crisis, obviously I, I haven't, I, it's, it's more just, I've been feeling very indecisive. I can't choose anything. I can't feel confident in my choices. And that includes uh, with this podcast. I, I discussed with you on the last episode that I was considering maybe changing the name, maybe reworking it. I think the name is good. I'm, try, I'm trying to have decisive choices right here. I think JD Radio is smooth. It's a smooth name. It's quick, simple. It's contradictory to the fact that this is a podcast and radio is like kind of the dying era of audio. But I'm keeping it alive. Worst case scenario, I change my name halfway through this ex expedition and we get some other name. <laughs> but for now, I think JD Radio works. I do 
think though the concept of what I originally wanted to do or what I'm doing now where sometimes I talk with you all has to be changed only because I'm not doing the live radio stuff. I wanted to try using the Clubhouse app and also Twitter has this option called Spaces, which is very similar to Clubhouse. So follow me on Twitter because I will try that out one day. But I think GD Radio will just be the name in the sense that I'm having my conversations, I'm doing my dialogue, and then I will be responding to you all who li- who leave uh, those voice messages. Those are kind of important, actually, for me. Not for you to ask about any particular topic or whatever, but if you have any feel feelings. Feelings? Is it? Wait. The reasons. <laughs> the reasons that we're here. All right. Sorry. Um... Any questions for anything? Obviously, I should probably mention it now. I'll mention it on every episode. Hey, for the next episode, if you have a question for me, any question at all, leave it on the uh, the Anchor app. Download Anchor if that's okay. If you have if you have the capability, download the Anchor app. There's a voice messages option in there that's very easy to send to my podcast and that way i can respond to you i think i'll actually make sure i have the voice message link oh it's i don't i don't know if it's in the description of my previous episodes but if not in in all future episodes there will be a link where it'll say want to leave a message and then you can click right there and um those are always fun i enjoy them i enjoy being able to communicate with you all and have that little section at the back end of these videos Till I start inviting guests on my show, if I ever do. Maybe I won't. Maybe this will be a guestless show. I thought it would be cool with guests. But a part of me doesn't want to do guests over Skype because I hate or over Zoom, Skype, Discord, FaceTime. I just hate how low quality it gets when people do that. And you know the funny thing about that is that people will have their like good equipment set up. Like you see how I have my microphone and... Uh, everything's all good to go, right? People will have this type of setup, but they don't know how to use these apps. So then when they get into Zoom or whatever, they don't toggle the microphone that they have plugged into their computer. So they're talking through their their webcams or their uh, built-in audio microphone that's on their computers. It's gross. <laughs> it's really not a huge deal. I'm obviously making it a bigger deal than it is. But for me... Someone who's somewhat of an audiophile, I, 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 I genuinely hate it when I have to sit through a whole 20 to 30, maybe 40 minute interview or podcast guests and they have a huge like Blue Yeti microphone on their desk, <laughs> but then it's plugged into nothing or it's, it's just like the, the, the signal isn't going the right way. But I mean, that's just me. I'm just, uh, I'm j- I just got, I just got. I'm just a pet PV boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So uh what else what else am I dealing with? I mentioned indecisiveness. And let me know if this is something that you can relate to. I'm also having issues with imposter syndrome. Let me actually Google that. What it, I, I know what it means. Well let me get the technical term term. Uh imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is loosely defining 
as is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's the one. It's disproportionately it dis excuse me. It disproportionately affects high achieving people. That's my your boy. That's me. <laughs> I'll just pat yourself on the back. So high achieving uh, who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Many question whether they're deserving of accolades. Huh? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, guess, I think that's what I'm. I mean, I feel like I've had this feeling all my life. This isn't new, but maybe more so now in this new age of time and wisdom and this era of like how everything is so important and defined based off of your level of success and what you've done in your life and no one just accepts you for who you are it's all about well what do you do and uh where are you at and what's what's next on your plate you know i think that is true yeah yeah I definitely have this feeling, and I've uh, talked to my therapist about it, about feeling mediocre. I'm not. I'm aware I'm not. But I have the feeling where some days I'm just like, eh, I'm trash. <laughs> I think everybody has this feeling, honestly. I don't think it's just me. But I I think for me, especially in these, like, these uh, COVID times, because I don't think enough of us have uh what i would call the opportunity to distract ourselves from what we're going through now i'm not here to have some sort of self-identifying crisis or first i mean it sounds very first world these are very first world problems but i'm just saying you know this isn't the end all be all end of life type of thing for me this is just what i'm what personally what i've uh, been dealing with uh, in the last few years or maybe in the last two or year and a half depends um, or maybe all my life and I'm just not aware of it um, but I would just say that there's there it's it's one of those things where it's so hard to it's so hard for me to um, give myself credit for things you know I think that's part of it my wife talks to me a little bit about this she always tells me I wish you knew how how dope you were or how cool you were because you never believe what other people are telling you about yourself and I was like yeah yeah <laughs> and it doesn't just come from you know it didn't just come out of nowhere it could be some sort of like you know childhood trauma type stuff or maybe or maybe, you know, I didn't get, like, uh, some sort of, like, emotional security um, at a young age that maybe now is starting to resonate as I get older. And a part of me feels like I'm an adult. I've accomplished things, but I don't think I'm as accomplished as I should be. And I know that I'll accomplish more, but I still have a hard time accepting the things I have accomplished and what I want to do with the rest of my life. And... You know, the more the older I get, the more I think about like, oh, man, you know, uh, I, I don't know. It's it's not it's it's weird. It's weird because a part of me is like goals and accomplishments aren't that important. You know, they're not important. But but in this society, we're very trapped. 
in a world where that's all people want to deem as important. Like I get, like I get anxious just turning. Everyone does, I think nowadays. Everybody just you gets anxious just turn on your phone. <laughs> you know, I try. I try very hard nowadays to to maybe post one thing a day or every other every other day. I try not to get lost in this tool like that's very much what it is the phone the iphone the android whatever it is you use it should just be a tool for you to maybe get work done be productive if you need to share your thoughts share your thoughts and then get out of there that that thing is dangerous man (laughs) it's it's like you don't need that uh, all day every day it's not healthy and speaking from the perspective of like a person who was around before I had one of these before these even existed, a cell phone of this caliber. I very much think people were happier before cell phones were this deep, you know, with uh, all the apps and the programs and the accolades and everyone flaunting what they've got and people flaunting what they don't have or feeling jealous about not having enough. It's a, it's a very mind numbing tool. And you got to use it wisely. A lot of, you know, kids who are coming up with this, this is just their world. I, I don't, I, I think, I don't know if I mentioned this on a podcast, but I, I think I'm, I don't know if it was my podcast. Could have been me and my wife's, could have been me and my buddy Paul, could have been some other podcast. I know that I don't think I could survive <laughs> in this day and age with all this, uh, uh, these, this attention seeking stuff going on on the phone and it being in your face every single day at all times of the day. You know how people try to say, um, you, you peaked at high school because, you know, everybody everybody loves to remember their glory glory days as high school. I don't personally. I think high school was just like a stepping stone to the rest of my life. But now with the whole concept of social media, it feels like high school is following you. You know, it feels like high school just caught a just caught a one way ticket to catch up to where you're at. And it's just reminding you of all the all the all the all the stuff you weren't able to do back then and all the stuff you and all the stuff you can't do now <laughs> or your lack of popularity the your lack of uh being talented uh all your failures you know all the things that i i think kids go through when it comes to growing up during puberty and uh and the growing pains era is just now in your face every single day you go you go on twitter and tell people good morning and someone responds to you and says man Fuck your morning, bro. <laughs> or they or they bring up some old shit that you don't want to think about because you, you're, you're trying to have a healthy, you know, have a healthy existence where you're trying to push maybe old negative stuff out of the way and just move forward with your life. And they, they remind you they're they're there to just, you know, chastise you and and, and put you up on the chopping block of of. Uh, life. It's weird. It's super weird. Um, speaking of weird things, I guess I can get into a topic. I I was going to talk about re- reverse cancel culture is weird. And something that I've noticed recently with this controversy of Lola Bunny. Y'all watching this? <laughs> the Space Jam uh, sequel with LeBron, which I don't think they should have made in the first place. I think just leave it with Michael Jordan. You didn't make one with Kobe, uh, you know, God rest his soul and GG's as well. Um, 
But yeah, I I don't think this movie should have been made. I'm sure, you know, it's all about dollars. So I I just personally I'm just like I'm just like Michael Jordan's Michael Jordan. Stop stop trying to be Michael Jordan, LeBron. Be LeBron James. Obviously LeBron James is LeBron James. I'm not trying to take any credit away from him. He's a very talented NBA player. Probably the going to be the most uh uh what 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 do they call it where you're accredited no uh he's probably going to be the best ever i don't think he is yet but let him get all those rings and pass up all the accolades jordan had once accomplished and yes that might be the case <sighs> but <laughs> here's a nice fun stupid little topic reverse cancel culture I think, <laughs> or un uncancel culture, people have been complaining, and I would say they're from my age group or the de the millennial demographic because we were all kids back when the first um, Space Jam came out, and they're all coming for Lola Bunny because she doesn't look as what's the politically correct way to say this sexy cancel am i cancel <laughs> no well that's honestly what it is people are complaining that she's not as sexy as she used to be and it's a weird uh power not power dynamic it's just it's just a weird funny story because it's almost like saying oh you all had to change the way she looked which was her technically you know the, the way they naturally uh wrote her into the story which probably back in those days in the 90s was misogynistic it was definitely like some guy who was like yo we gotta make lola bunny gotta be a baddie because you know bugs gotta holla 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 <laughs> and now the creator or the director of the new movie is like well i don't think that a bunny should be sexualized like this so let's make her you know a strong capable powerful female character without just having to make her about you know tits and ass and hopefully that doesn't offend anybody. I apologize, but I don't think it should. If it does, I don't. Uh, <laughs> and that, <laughs> but yeah, the whole Lola Bunny scenario is just a weird, very interesting thing where you would think people would be like, "Oh yeah, great." Well, now you know. I don't know if you would think this, but some people are saying she looks great now. She still reminds me of the old character. But they desexualized her a little bit. They, you know, you know, they toned down her hips. They changed her like her like tight outfit uh, and whatnot. But people are saying, no, that empowers her. It empowers her as a woman or a female character. And, you know, she deserves to have those hips and also have uh, uh, the crop top and uh, the, the booty shorts. So it's a weird conundrum. I'm personally on the side of like, yo, it's whatever, dog. It's a cartoon. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't if she was if she's sexy or if she's uh I mean, I like the original. I'm not gonna lie to you. I like the original. I don't like the way that she's portrayed in the films in the in the scene where they first meet her, which maybe I'll pull up. I don't know if I will because I don't know if I wanna get I don't know if it's copyright. Uh, but if you don't remember that scene, she jumps, she comes through into the gym and Michael Jordan is like, does anybody know how to play basketball? And she's the only hooper, dog. You got to give Lola respect because she's a baller. She pulls up and says, uh, me. And you got uh, your man's Bugs Bunny is like, hey, uh, I think he called her doll. And she's like, doll, don't don't ever call me doll, which was kind of dope. It was her saying like, yeah, I'm sexy. I'm a baddie. 
but you're going to have to respect me as a woman. Don't call me some sort of little nickname, misogynistic nickname, Bugs Bunny. Obviously, it's 96, so this is how they wrote it. Um, And then she crosses him up, like, mean. <laughs> like, like, I watched it back today, and I was like, yo, Lola got the, she got the hezzy, bro. She got the tween, tween, cross, tween uh, filet going right there. Uh, it's a very dope clip. I don't know if I'm going to play it just because I don't want to get copywritten, but uh, I'm going to just pull up the photos of the before and after Lola Bunny. Uh, here we go. Wait, that is that it? Is that from the movie? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Um, it is interesting, though, because, you know, these are definitely, like, males who probably originally wrote uh the the script and did the did the character designs for the original uh Lola Bunny and all that jazz back in the day and yeah you know what it is you, you know you know how toxic men can be <laughs> like it's they they wrote her like a sexy rabbit they were like oh yeah we should write a sexy rabbit into a cartoon for children mind you this is 95 i was <sighs> Nine, nine, one, two, three, four, five. I was seven. I was seven years old when this came out, and when this bunny, uh, this uh, bunny. I thought her name wasn't there a Babs bunny. Oh no, Babs is from Looney T- Tiny Toons. Buster Babs, Lola Bugs. Yeah. All right. All right. Let me pull up the. Are you gonna pull up a? You gonna pull up a picture, JD? Yes or no? I'm trying to trying to find it right here on the interwebs. But some of these are fan drawings, and I think you all know how uh, artists on the internet get. <laughs> they they can get pretty lewd in their art. So I'm trying to find the official... Let me see if I can find the photos. Where's the official Space Jam 2 um, Lola Bunny photo, bro? This is, like, obnoxious how I can't find it. All right, uh... And I think it's just funny because <laughs> it's just funny because uh, it's just funny because Twitter was on one the other day about this. They were like, yo, that's not Lola Bunny. This ain't the Lola Bunny. I know <laughs> they like what what happened. What happened? She used to be a baddie back in the day. And, you know, things changed. The culture, the culture has changed. People are are they either are or are not into what's going on nowadays. So, you know, that's just how things work. All right, let me, um, there we go. Okay. So there it is. We got Lola bunny from back in the day on the right. And then we got Lola bunny from the new thing on the left. Now, obviously, uh, the noticeable thing is, and I, this is object. Am I, am I objecting women by doing this? I feel like I might be, I'm sorry. (laughs) What's happening? Um, the one on, you know, the one, yeah, the one on the, yeah, I don't know how to do this without being a toxic masculine man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Lola bunny, they desexualized her, uh, from what we're seeing. She still got hips, but instead of wearing booty shorts, she's got like the, she's got like the compression pants under, uh, instead of like a loose crop top tee, she's wearing a legitimate Jersey. So She's got what she's supposed to be, I guess, technically rocking, you know, like she's, she's a bunny, man. Like, what do you want? 
<laughs> I think that's the part that kills me. The part that kills me is like, yo, she's a bunny, y'all. She's not human. <laughs> so why don't y'all just like chill out and relax? Because this, you know, this cartoon. Oh, let me not accidentally pull up the wrong thing, bro. Yo, yo, back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. Okay. I don't know if there were any lewd photos that just came across my screen. Now I got to go back and check. Um, I don't think so. N no. See, now people got custom art. <laughs> Some of these custom art pieces look a little, uh, they're a little wild. They're a little wild. But it's okay. Let the artist be free. I will say this photo right here, I actually did see this photo, and I thought this was kind of, I, I can understand the uh, the conundrum that is, how do you open this in a new tab? I'm trying to open it up. Uh, this is fine. Hold on. So we're going to swap over. All right. So we got this photo, right? Oh, sorry. And in this particular photo, you can see that Lola Bunny on the left is, it, it, this is a frame from... Can I zoom in? No. Uh, okay. I don't know what's happening. Uh, basically, Lola Bunny on the left is from the original movie. And it's weird because I saw this scene. If you go back and watch the scene, she like crosses bugs over and she's like, kak, 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 tween, tween, cross, tween. And then out of nowhere, her like, her shirt starts to fall off and it's definitely misogynistic. And she's like, sorry, boys, just had to get that crossover done on your boy bugs and then i think he's like never she excuse me she says hey never call me uh never call me doll again and then he's like yeah you know but the one on the right works i don't i don't know what the pro I, the only thing with the one on the right is that you can no vi visibly notice and no disrespect to any ladies who are listening to my podcast i appreciate y'all thank you for watching thank you for listening they obviously shrunk her bosoms <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else to call them sorry her chest her chest is is smaller uh or non-existent honestly because she's a rabbit and uh other than that and also she is not wearing a crop top she's just wearing like a like a jersey shorts uh, compression pants she's got an iverson sleeve i don't know why <laughs> like she she better be getting buckets in the movie that's all i know um but yeah, they, uh, you know, this 1996 and 2021, I believe the 2021 one is, you know, they just wanted to make her less about being a, a sexy rabbit and more about being a rabbit who's capable of playing basketball. If you think back in the day of cartoons, I mean, that's just how it was because men still do have a lot of control and, you know, whatever, but uh, these, these, these males they had characters like betty boop they had characters like uh a jessica rabbit <laughs> you talking about over sexualized from roger rabbit oh my lord uh there there is lola there's you know this is uh this is just i guess just men are gross <laughs> like honestly it's just not, not not every single man in the world but a lot of them are so just hmm I think you all know what I'm saying there's a history of this over sexualization of women and these standards that they're supposed to be meeting in a physical sense that are unrealistic and that make other women very uncomfortable if they're just trying to be their natural selves that's what I'm trying to say
There's actually a good movie that I watched the other day about that. Um, it's called Moxie. Moxie on Netflix. It's it's it randomly came up on my uh, Instagram feed or my Twitter feed or something. It's a movie about these these girls starting a revolution at their high school because high school is low key sexist with dress codes and um all these different rules that women have to abide by but men don't have to abide by. Kind of like the dress code for. I know that I had it back when I was younger. Back in my old school, we had to shave for men. Men, we had to shave. Like, I was growing I was growing a goatee at 13. <laughs> and girls were not allowed to wear, um, like, thin strap, like, you know, like, uh, crop, like crop tops with, um, or tank tops with the, with the thin straps, similar to, like, Lola right here. And it was mainly because, uh, because adults were trying to, well, they were technically trying to de- they were trying to desexualize us as young young adults because we were growing and you know people were going through puberty. Like young girls are are their bodies are changing, young men's bodies are changing, and adults feel like they sh- they should censor that because they don't think well. And it's true. Some young men and women don't know how to act properly or appropriate when it when it happens. But it's also kind of like an insecurity for them. It's it's weird. It's weird. I don't know what the best way to go about that is. I'm not a parent and I don't have. I guess the best insight and whatnot, but it definitely could be it definitely is demoralizing. You know, to tell a, a woman who's coming into her like natural body, like, hey, you need to change your outfit because we don't want like young little boys like getting, you know, getting horny in school. It's it's gross, man. It sucks. Uh, mm, yeah, I don't speaking about this just makes I just feel bad for like women. Like it's just it's just sucks that <laughs> we as men can't keep it in our pants and just be normal and uh you know and i'm speaking i'm speaking on myself i was a little i was a little horny little fuck boy back in the day i never i never you know i was never uh i never impeded on any woman's personal space but i absolutely uh, probably hollow you know like not with the best intentions when i was younger just based off of strict looks and not not getting to know a person and you know and i've had women do it to me as well oh he killed <laughs> but still uh, and I'm not, I'm not trying to sound like a social justice warrior or someone who's super woke or even a Gen Z. I'm not Gen Z. I'm, I'm a millennial. But even like a Gen Z who's who thinks we should be canceling the past, I, I don't think that works. First off, I don't think canceling ever works. I, it's, I think the people who deserve to be canceled, like people who are really terrible human beings, sure, throw them in prison. Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, throw them away. That's fine. Um, R. Kelly should have been gone. So... I just I just think it's interesting now where everything you know if you stepped on an ant when you were a child <laughs> it's like you're a murderer of animals. <laughs> I don't know. These are just thoughts. But yeah, Lola Bunny. Um oh, and let me not actually forget the fact that they're not just canceling Lola, they're trying to cancel uh reverse cancel. No, excuse me. Reverse canceling is the fact that millennials and older want Lola Bunny to be sexier. Canceling is the fact that Younger people want her to be less sexy and more of a powerful uh, female character without being over-sexualized. Now, another reverse cancel is uh, Speedy Gonzalez. Remember the little mouse, little Latino mouse? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, who wrote that one? <laughs> some some white dude over at uh, Looney Tunes and Warner Brothers was like, hey, uh... <laughs> anybody want to throw the car- the guy who who helps with me with my car as a cartoon character? Speedy Gonzalez is absolutely a racist character. It's not that big a deal, though. For me, at least. But Latinos have kind of like how black people have empowered the n-word latinos have taken speedy and said oh hey hey ain't no canceling speedy we f's with speedy hey andale andale Arriba! you know they they like him and i i liked him too um my favorite character was taz tasmanian devil personally he's just i just make all the noise um but speedy gonzalez which is obviously like a racial stereotype and it's a fast little mouse who likes cheese and he's latino obviously if not you know just directly mexican or whatever uh, puerto rican i'm not sure but uh, i think i think woke culture and gen z was trying to cancel him over the weekend i don't even feel like pulling up a picture you know what he looks like if you if you ever watch looney tunes and they were trying to cancel that but then the reverse cancel <laughs> reverse uno car <laughs> they were trying to get back and uh say uh, no, we 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 enjoy this character. So, no, screw you, young kids. They also tried to cancel Eminem this past weekend. It happens so often. Cancel culture. This whole episode, and I mean, the beginning was me and my own personal stuff. But cancel culture. Do we mess with it? Do we hate it? Do we think people's lives should be ended based off of one mistake in the past? Depends on the mistake, in my opinion. If it's, like, astronomical and it just went on for years, like, terrible type of stuff, like grooming and all that jazz, oh, yeah, you got to go. But, you know, if it's, like, people want to cancel Eminem for, like, the lyrics he used to write, bro, those were his lyrics to write. They were, I mean, somewhat toxic. But, you know, he wrote, like, a majority of his stuff about, like, his mom and his personal relationships. And I stopped listening to him after, like, 20 excuse me 2005 so i if anything got canceled after that i'm not even aware of what it is the other one though uh that is uh somewhat legitimate i think i I gotta remember which one i'm talking oh oh they want to get rid of peppy lepew i think that they could do that i don't know what the newer cartoons are like but if i'm being honest peppy lepew is a creep and uh, according to the people who do want to cancel, he 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 um, he basically promotes. Uh, I don't want to say this on my video because will I get? Well, I, I, it's okay. I can say it. I'm a grown man. But if I get demonetized, I'm not making money off of this anyway. It's just me talking. Uh, he promotes rape culture. I would say that's. I don't know. I I I can't I can't empathize with a cartoon. In my brain. Yeah, he's always been a creep. And he would always chase that cat around. And I think he was like a skunk. And she would always be like, get off of me. And he would not stop. Yeah, that's a bad one. You can rewrite him. You can change him. You could you can get rid of him, honestly. Not one of my favorite characters. But I would say that in this day and age, looking back at it, yeah, that is uh, that is what it is. It's exactly that. That's not a good character the way that that was originally written. But, you know, it's written by some dude, some guy whose prime name was Derek or uh, or 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 <laughs> or uh, or I don't know, Fred or somebody who created that. Or maybe it was it was what's his name? Wasn't it the uh, what's the name? What's the guy who created Bugs Bunny? 
LeBlanc? Matt Lamont Lee. Hey Siri, who created Bugs Bunny? Tex Avery? Hey, Siri, who voiced Bugs Bunny? Mel Blank. Here are some Bugs it's Mel Blank. Alright, quiet, quiet. Uh, listen. Pepe Le Pew, we could get rid of. It's kind of weird and unfortunate that we gotta go back and cancel a cartoon, but I think kids of this generation would not even ha be able to handle some of the old cartoons that we used to watch and TV shows and things that we used to see on a daily basis that conformed their parents. Because <laughs> Gen Z... Well, they're the product of, like, Gen X, right? So that's one above us. Us millennials are now having children. Or some of, uh, some of us millennials have, have had some of these Gen Zers. It's all just based off of perception and what you want to do with it. Um, but on to lighter news. On to funnier, funnier topics. There were only, like, two or three things that I wanted to talk about other than me just kind of starting off talking about my day. I'd like to actually take this podcast and talk more f about me and about my stuff and not really have to jump into these topics. These are actually funny ones and they're not gossipy. These are just kind of like, cause we're talking about like cartoons being canceled. Um, but I was just looking back at my old episodes and I was like, I, I, I hate that I didn't create a, like a, a I didn't create an episode teaser. <laughs> I didn't create a show teaser. So the first episode is just me rambling about Doja Cat. And I, th I think that episode is so dumb. Uh, best case scenario for y'all, I keep all the episodes up. Worst case scenario, I reboot this uh, whole podcast and I start from scratch. If I, if I don't like it, because I can. And it's my choice. But, yeah, I just don't want to be like a gossip podcast. Like, these are funny topics. If you all have any specific ones you want me to talk about, I can. I appreciate it. Uh, if you, you know, contribute to this thing. But, yeah, I don't want to go and ramble about, like, oh, man, uh, Megan. Well, I I didn't even watch it, but it's like Megan Markle and Prince Harry sat down and talked with Oprah today. I I don't know what that entails. Like, everybody's talking about it. I kind of just want this to be more of a personal connection between me and the audience that is you. And um, also a way for you all to get to know new people when I start inviting people on my podcast. Should I just, I should just start that. I shouldn't wait. I don't know why I'm waiting. Hmm. I think maybe a part of me is like nobody, a part of me is like, well, these podcasts, you need time to get these numbers up first. And that's another part of the whole issue with the internet. You're so focused on the numbers. It's made everyone a marketing analyst. People who don't have to be. You, you just look at your social media and you're like, mm, my numbers are low. Mm. I don't feel good about myself because not enough people are, are showing interest in me. So that is also part of this. I feel like I should just continue doing my solo thing for maybe 50 episodes, 100 maybe. Maybe we'll do our first guest at 101. I have no rush. Uh, I'd rather do it in person so I could actually have a nice conversation across the table from someone. So let's just say we'll start our, our first podcast guests will be after COVID's over in 2028. <laughs> That's not funny, JD, knock on wood. I don't want that to happen. I don't want us to be stuck in this thing for so long. Um, but yes, uh, what was I, what was I rambling about? <laughs> I get lost when I do these things. I like it. I enjoy this, but you know, I'm a character. What can I say? 
Okay. Um, cancel culture, reverse cancel culture. We talked about Lola Bunny. Oh, the other topic. Oh, this is just funny to me. This is just a meme. This is just me giving credit to Black Twitter because Black Twitter is amazing. Uh, might as well just call it Twitter Twitter because it's the real Twitter. Black Twitter is so just black people, man. <laughs> and this isn't just you know I'm not here to I'm not here to highlight only black people. Shout out to everybody else, Asians, Latinos, white people, um, wherever your back from background is. I, it's just that Black Twitter created this meme about vision. That <laughs> if y'all watched the. Uh, if y'all watched the the um, WandaVision finale, I, it was a great show. I did a podcast about it with my buddy Paul on our podcast. It's a group podcast called the JD and Paulcast. I'll link it below or just uh, go go to my gaming channel. You, you, pro- you, 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 you know what I'm talking about. Some of you do. I only get like a thousand views on these on these videos on YouTube, so I can't imagine you wouldn't know unless you're new. I don't know. I got a lot of like dead subs on my channel, but it doesn't matter. It's more just me stating the facts and getting caught up in the numbers. Cause that's what the internet does to you. All right. So let's look at Vishon. <laughs> so if you type in on Twitter, Vishon, you get this, you get these amazing memes that people made because there's this like one image of vision when he pulls up uh when he pulls up inside of Wanda's uh, house and he <laughs> this is the one the one right here where he's wearing the gold chain people love this one i don't i get it and it's hilarious but it's just it's just so ridiculous it's it's vision it's vision it's vision it's not vis it's not vision it's vision <laughs> <laughs> and people on black twitter are just making up all these reasons for why vision is black now <laughs> look at this girl she wrote well i mean he is vibranium which means he's half wakandan so that means i love black twitter hashtag vishon hashtag hashtag wandavision it's a very funny meme i'm a fan of it they're putting gold chains on vision they're pu- <laughs> they're putting they're putting the african hotep hats on my mans bro i love this this is so dumb but it's so funny <laughs> what's going what is it that you mean young king <laughs> and i oh no 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 what is lawanda and vishon jarvis maximoff is black twitter's best creator <laughs> Look at this. Why did you give her box braids? No. <laughs> Y'all got to stop, bro. They put him in a green do-rag. Oh, my gosh. She was the baddest. He was the real. <laughs> These are the types of things that I would like to, like, if I'm going to, if I'm going to talk about topics, these are fun topics. You know, no one gets hurt. I'm not ranting about someone's personal life and making light of it. I'm talking about funny memes that people are creating on the internet that I can just sit back and have a laugh at. They put grills in his mouth. Why? Black Twitter done gave a, done gave this man a soul stone at <laughs> at this point. Oh man. Oh man. I love it. Black Twitter, man. 
Look at these. The gold chain, the 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 drip. <laughs> yeah, man. If you haven't already heard of Vishon and Lawanda, then you're missing out. I I hashtag VI. Oh no, my camera died. Uh-oh. I think it didn't die. I think it has a oh, it probably has a timer for when it's it stops. Oh. Are we still recording? We might be. Hey, what's going on? We might have, I think you all heard what I just said. But yeah, Vishan and Lawandala. Whatever, man. WandaVision was great, by the way. We did a great uh, podcast review on my other channel. So uh, again, I'll link to that in the description below. But right now, how about we wrap up this episode with, I believe, uh, I think I have two voicemails on Anchor. So that's where we're going to go. Remember? Uh, yeah. That's where we're going to go. <laughs> okay. All right, y'all. So here we are with questions from you on Anchor. Make sure to leave some questions for the next episode. If you have any, send me a voice message. You can do it at the link in the description below. And here's our first one from Antonio Thomas in Maryland. Here we go. Let's listen to it. Hey, JB. I would just like to ask, uh, do you have any kids, bro? Okay. Uh, Antonio says, do you have any kids? No, no. I don't have kids. Uh, if I did, I'm sure sure they would have been on the internet by now. I'm sure would have accidentally post, or probably purposely would have posted a picture because, like, I don't know. It's Nowadays, it's like you post the gender reveal. So, yeah, no kids for me. Um, me and my wife, we would love to have kids, and I'm sure we'll have them within the next – I have no time. I have no timeline. That's her body. <laughs> so, you know, whenever she's ready and she would like to have children and whatnot, I mean, obviously, if if I bring it the bring it to her attention, we'll talk about it. And we have in the past, but we don't have kids. And when we do plan to have them, I'm sure there will be content around them. But not like in the sense of trying to make money off your children. More like I'm sure I'll post a photo on Instagram. So, yeah. All right, let's go to the next question. All right, so this next question comes to us from Chris Hawkins, and it says just a relatable statement. So let's listen to it. Hey, JD. It's Chris Hawkins again. Thanks for reading my question on your podcast. That was pretty dope. Always going to be a big fan and supporter of yours. And I have a um, relatable statement to make. You lost your father, and you made a video and a podcast talking about how watching anime has been pretty tough, like My Heart Academia, because of the father-son relationship that Deku and Alma has. I felt that when I was watching God of High School because I lost my grandfather last year, not to COVID. And I, I liked the main character, and I was like, oh, man, who's this, you know, who's this number one person in his life? And kind of find out it's his grandfather. I'm like, this anime kind of is different. Then when I'm at work at the Harris Casino, I, I'm a dishwasher, but I serve food sometimes. I see a lot of elderly male men come up to the counter, and ever, since I lost my grandpa, I get a quick glimpse of the elderly men, and I think to myself, why did I? Why do I think my grandpa was still alive? Why does that old man look like my grandpa? He's not here no more. Why can't I get over it? So grieving is pretty hard. That's all I wanted to say. Keep up the good work, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your night. Take it easy. All right. Uh, I don't know if that was a question or if that was just kind of like a rant on grief. Um, yeah, uh, it sucks. I don't know how else to talk about it, other than the fact that I, I kind of hate. And nothing against you for asking this question. I kind of hate when I randomly have to deal with grief nowadays because I'll have days where I'm trying to 
forcefully enjoy myself because it's very hard now that my dad's gone to accept that fact. I, I just have a hard time accepting it. Like you were saying, uh, being reminded of your grandfather, I, I literally have to tell myself that my dad is not here anymore. If I don't do that, I have days where I will forget and think he's at home and I can just call him and just be like, what's up? And here is goofy voice. And I might've mentioned this on a previous episode, but it's a very difficult thing to deal with. And yeah, you know, like seeing people with their parents, specifically their dads, it makes me feel a type of way now. Like, I'm just like, ugh, lucky you, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I won't lie. I'm a little jealous. I'm a little, I'm a little envious and sad. And I, and I really hate that he left us when he did. I, I personally thought we had more time with him. And I regret the amount of time that I didn't spend with him because by the time we both were able to make time for each other, I was kind of working and he was, he, he never stopped working, but we never found time. I mean, we, we definitely had moments together. I'm not saying we didn't, but I, I never got a chance to, I think, set aside quality time with me and my dad in my, in my later years. When I was a kid, yeah, definitely. I, I got as much time as, as he could give me because, you know, he was working. And uh, at a young age, you know, I definitely spent plenty of time with him. I know that I did. But I would say personally, for me, in the last decade, I did not get as much time with him. Like in the sense of like from the year tw from my 20s to my 30s, it was like, you know, we spent time. We hung out. I worked with him a few times. We did stand-up comedy on the road. I'm glad I did those because I'd really cherish those moments. I'm glad that I filmed the moments that – I did have with him because I can go back and look through my archives of footage and just like, you know, put a smile on my face here and there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, losing. Oh, my camera keeps dying. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. Hold on. I got a new camera and I got to figure out why it keeps doing this. I might need to purchase a dummy battery so it doesn't do this. It's not dead. But it keeps, I think it's got a timer or something. Enough of that. But yeah, feelings on parents. Cherish them while you have them. Anyone around you. I hear that the next step in my life is it's going to be very hard when I have to lose my friends. So it's part of life. We're getting older. I'm coming to terms with it. I hate it with a passion. And I wish my dad was still here. And I wish I could just hear his voice and just laugh with him and just... I don't know, get a few last minutes with him talking about anything. It doesn't matter. We could talk about, like, basketball or something stupid. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, grief is very hard, and I struggle with it every day. Even, like, you know, it's been, like, about a year and some change since he passed away. I don't feel any different. I feel so <sighs> emotional still, anxious. I'm depressed. I definitely fall in and out of depression and anxiety and whatnot and I've had that a little bit prior to him passing but like it's just like monumentous now and monumental and especially in this COVID crap because instead of being able to distract myself with things that I used to do like going out for auditions going to do stand-up comedy and spending time with friends I have to sit with it for a lot longer and that's the biggest issue for me if I if if the world wasn't shut down the way it kind of is I think I'd be I think I'd have a better, uh, a healthier way of moving through this grief, but it's not as healthy because I have to sit with it and look it in the face every single day. And I'm not trying to run from it or suppress it. 
it's just like, you know, it's nice to get a break. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I deal with it every week with my therapist. We talk about it. God damn it. My camera keeps dying. I'm sorry about this, y'all. I'm just going to keep rambling and I'll fix my camera as we talk. But yeah, it's all a part of the process. And I just recommend that you take your time with it. And slowly but surely, uh, you will not get over it, but you'll be able to move through life and understand the pain. And I think that's the end of the podcast. All right, y'all. With that being said, I appreciate you. Hit that subscribe button. Follow on uh, Anchor. Leave those voice messages, please. First, ask me some questions for next week. And uh, write a review. Uh, Subscribe, rate, subscribe, and share on whatever podcasting platforms you like. This has been JD Radio. The radio portion will be when you all call in, or excuse me, when you submit these voice messages for the near future till I figure out how to get the live call stuff going again more consistently. I appreciate you. I'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to a new episode. Peace. All right, everyone, that's been a new episode of JD Radio. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, we'll be doing more of these live Q&As in the future. Uh, Check me out on Patreon if you want to get some behind-the-scenes information. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Leave five stars on your reviews. Leave some questions. Leave some of those questions for the uh, voice messages. If you ever want to submit a message or a voicemail, Uh, That way I can have a cool little conversation with you in between episodes. But besides that, I really enjoyed this one. There will be more on the way, and I will talk to you all soon. Uh, I will catch you later. All right. And subscribe on YouTube. All right. I'm out of here. Peace.